We just stood there, staring into each other's eyes, before the tiger became completely dismissive. I didn't dare to move, and then he turned around and walked away right in front of me, as if he couldn't care less. 就是体现了一种大家的这种命运共同。The sculpture aims to present the spirit of unity and the shared future for all, combining the earthly materials brought from all five continents. I too was very motivated when putting the sculpture together. We can't just leave behind a desert, a rubbish tip, or a planet filled by rising ocean. I hope we are able to preserve the earth and its beautiful nature as a gift for our future generations. 也就是自然的东西。大家好，我是袁锡坤，向你们致敬。Hi, I am Yuan Xikun. Greetings to you all. Yuan Xikun is one of China's most well-known contemporary visual artists and an environmental activist. He is also a world-renowned sculptor and a United Nations Environment Programme's patron for the environment and arts. Best known for his large-scale public installations that often address environmental and social matters, his sculptures have often been presented as national gifts from China to other countries. And by constantly creating artworks showing how various animals and human beings connect with the environment. The 79-year-old artist has devoted himself to promoting ecological and environmental protection through his art for nearly half a century. In today's episode, we will delve into the life and works of Yuan Shikun and explore how his artworks evoke a sense of unity between humanity and the natural world. Stay tuned. On a sunny afternoon in late February 2023, we arrived at the Jintai Art Museum in Beijing's Chaoyang Park, near the city's central business district. Located in one of the busiest and liveliest parts of the city, the outer perimeter of the park is usually bustling with noise and excitement, and filled by people eager to explore the modernity of the east side of the city. But here, in front of the art museum. People find themselves naturally surrounded by pine trees, as well as sculptures of Gandhi, Lincoln, and other famous figures that quietly stand in the early spring breeze. Peaceful and idyllic it may sound, this is where Yuan Shikun, the founder and curator of the Jintai Art Museum, has created many of his artworks. The studios inside the art museum display more of his artworks. Many of which are figures and paintings of various animals. There's a sculpture of a monkey holding her baby, and another of dolphins leaping out of the sea. But amongst all of these, one that stands out is a color painting of a tiger, gazing at people walking in and out with its majestic glare. As a keen environmentalist and animal lover, Yuan Shikun named the tiger painting "Portrait of the Patron Saint of Nature." Depicting a tiger's unflinching stare in an oriental canvas, the figure of a tiger represents the almighty power of a forest protector. Noticing our interest in his tiger painting, 
Yuan Shi Kun went ahead and explained that, apart from being a fierce predator by nature, the tiger also plays a dominant role in maintaining the ecological equilibrium. What's more, tigers, though the king of all beasts in Yuan's eyes, never take nature's bounty for granted. He then shares with us that such a realization came to him after he survived an encounter with a tiger many years ago. It was in the 1970s when Yuan Shi Kun, who was just a young painter back then, went to the extreme south of China for a sketching trip. Following a team of zoology scientists from the Chinese Academy of Sciences, Yuan Shi Kun arrived at Shi Shuang Ban Na Dai Autonomous Prefecture near China's southwestern borders and was soon fascinated by the natural environment there. In addition to its tropical climate and abundance of plants, the area is also known for its rich biosphere, which continuously attracts and inspires artists from across the country. Back then, Yuan Shi Kun was one of those who loved getting up close and personal with nature and the wild animals that dwell within it. He spent five years in the dense forests, completely immersing himself in the creation of animal paintings. And one evening, as he was on his way back to the village from sketching in the mountains, a giant tiger emerged from the undergrowth just a few meters away, unexpectedly joining him as he walked. It felt like I was faced by a deity, and if you move too much, you get yourself in big trouble, because the reaction speed of animals is much faster than that of humans. The moment you thought you were faster than him, he might have already bit you by the neck. I was in awe that day, telling myself silently that there should be no movements at all, and my eyes met his. Athletic in shape and compelling in temperament, the tiger stared curiously back at this trespasser in his territory. His wide-set, amber-like eyes left a deep impression in Yuan Shi Kun's mind. Unlike the well-fed tigers we can visit at zoos nowadays, the forest creature had to hunt and fight for his living, and thus maintained its wild and unpredictable nature. Those few seconds that felt like an eternity, the tiger, seemingly bored by this human frozen in front of him, made his move. We just stood there, staring into each other's eyes, before the tiger became completely dismissive. I didn't dare to move, and then he turned around and walked away right in front of me, as if he couldn't care less. The most important thing was that he was already full, with a round and filled belly. Tigers can go a long way without a full meal. However, once they are full, they never become greedy and eat more than they require. That encounter with the tiger reshaped Yuan Shi Kun's idea on the law of the natural world. Instead of being afraid of ever going into the forest again, his sheer love and appreciation of the environment was transformed even deeper to a sense of veneration and gratitude. Later, I realized that if the tiger had a refrigerator in which to store me for later meals, I wouldn't be sitting here today telling everyone the story. 
Therefore, I am both grateful and deeply moved because I saw for myself in that experience that even the king of the beasts understands the value of conserving natural resources and use it with a limit. Decades have passed, and the young sketcher who survived a tiger's glare had long grown into a master artist. Later, he composed the image of that tiger he met, as well as the lesson he learned together as a piece of sculpture named the Forest Patron Saint, Tiger, as translated into English. His first book of animal sketches was published in 1979, making him the first Chinese painter to have put forward the idea of nature-loving and animal painting during the reform and opening up of China in the 1980s. According to Yuan Shi Kun, raising environmental awareness has become a large part of the philosophy which infuses his work and life. And in his artistic creations and teachings, the theme of conserving the tiger and wild animals is clearly to be seen. In 1993, Yuan Shi Kun became a member of the Chinese People's Political Consultative Conference, China's top political advisory body. He began to actively voice his concerns to the country's legislators and leadership, aiming to raise more awareness on wild animal protection. Between 2008 and 2012, he submitted a dozen proposals on environmental conservation, from the banning of the ivory trade all over China to pointing out the urgency of tiger preservation. Many of Yuan Shi Kun's proposals filed during the annual CPPCC sessions were eventually adopted and promoted across the country. As an artist with a strong sense of social responsibility, Yuan Shi Kun has always believed in the borderless supreme kindness for humans to live in harmony with nature and share a common destiny. Sometimes, when the process of art creation and proposal submission are not quick enough to make a difference, he even personally intervened to take action. In August 2010, a forest fire raged and spread in Russia, posing a devastating threat to the habitat of Siberian tigers. Hearing the news, Yuan Shi Kun immediately donated 450,000 rubles, or around 6,000 US dollars, in the hope of helping put out the fire. And when asked why he had made the donation, his response was simple. Because there are tigers in the forest. When I saw the video online, I felt like my heart was being torn apart with pain. The first thing that came to me was, what about the tigers in there? We can't sit and watch them burn. I think I empathize with all natural creatures. I even get a bit impulsive when it comes to preserving them sometimes. My mother is a biology teacher, and I too have had the feeling of being a child of nature since I was little. In 1944, Yuan Shi Kun was born in Yunnan, a province in the most southwestern corner of China that is home to much of the region's biodiversity. Maintaining a close connection with the forest that surrounded their household, Yuan had been in love with the natural world ever since childhood. My wife and wife are in that place. 
My grandparents were famous Juishi of that region back in those days. Very devoted Buddhists they were indeed. I remember going to the local temple with my grandma, where little boys like me were chosen to set free captive fishes as part of the Buddhist ceremony, and to show respect to the gift from nature. Immersed in a rich Buddhist culture, the Yuan family have always had this deep connection with nature, both spiritually. And practically, under family influence, Yuan Shikun was already fascinated by the wonders of nature at an early age. He remembers being obsessed with observing the animals as a kid, and trying to replicate their natural shapes and colors through painting and sketching. His father, Yuan Xiaozun, was a famous artist of traditional Chinese painting, a sculptor, and a professor. He had high expectations for his children. But Yuan Shikun, on the other hand, admits that he really had been through a hard time meeting those standards. I was terrible at mathematics at school and could never hand in my homework on time. Instead, my notebooks were filled with sketching of horses and cows. At that time, my mathematics teacher had to approach my parents and let me know that I was not doing well on my studies. At that time. My sister wouldn't even walk with me after school. But as the old saying goes, heaven never seals off all the exits. According to Yuan, his innate artistic talents were eventually discovered by his father by accident one day. How did my father discover my skills? Well, one night. My father's sculpture won an award, and as he was happily celebrating at home after drinking a bit of alcohol, he took two pieces of clay and handed one each to me and my sister. He wanted us to make something and showed it to him. Yuan recalled seeing his sister patting the clay square and flat, then drew a smiley face on its top. But that's not a sculpture, he thought to himself. Then he picked up a bamboo stick and began furiously carving his own piece of clay. I wanted to make something different. After sculpting and carving for a while, I had the monkey king in my hand, crossing his leg in a careless and confident position while holding a bottle of gourd that I imagined should have the heavenly wine in it. Seeing my monkey king, my father seemed really happy. Without too many words of praising, he patted me gently on my head. After that, he would ask me to watch and observe whenever he started a new sculpture. He taught me all the skills and let me practice by his side for years. And of course, I worked very hard too. The Monkey King is a legendary mythical figure from the 16th-century Chinese novel *Journey to the West*. As someone who's born in the year of the monkey, according to the Chinese zodiac signs, Yuan Shikun took pride in this piece of work and studied hard with his father. As he grew older, Yuan Shikun would often combine the artistic enlightenment received from his family together with his own innate love for nature. This idea of coexistence with all living beings can often be seen in Yuan Shikun's artworks later in his life. Over the past few decades, he has begun to put a large amount of effort towards increasing public awareness on climate change and its impact on the environment.
as the Earth's temperature gets higher every year. Climate-related risks to nature and humanity are getting more frequent. Temperatures are increasing at different speeds everywhere, with the strongest warming happening in the Arctic during its cooler seasons. Noticing this, therefore, Yuan Shikun seeks to emphasize the fragility of the polar ice caps through another piece of his artwork. Placed right by his side during the interview, the sculpture called Urgency in the Polar Region depicts a heartbreaking scene whereby a polar bear's family survival was threatened by the melting of their habitat. At the bottom of the sculpture is a red-colored sloping glaze representing the warming up earth. On its top stands a piece of crystal-like glaze in the shape of the iceberg that carries two panicky young polar bears and their helpless mother. Through this sculpture, Yuan Shikun is calling for people from all walks of life to protect the world's environment and take to the road to campaign for sustainable development. It is his wish for more people to get inspired and take action to protect our planet's fragile ecosystems. To be sure, I was very anxious when hearing the news that the polar bears are in danger. They are all living beings, so fresh and dynamic, which leaves saving them such an urgent task. The activity radius of a polar bear could cover tens and thousands of meters of the land. If the tigers are the patron saint of the forest, then I'll call the polar bears the patron saint of the glacier. They're marvelous creatures. In 2009, the urgency in the polar region was placed in the United Nations Environment Program's headquarters in Nairobi, awakening public awareness of the need to combat climate change from a global perspective. The miniature sculptures of Urgency in the Polar Region and the forest patron saint, Tiger, were selected as the Champion of the Earth Award trophies by the United Nations Environment Programme, or UNEP, in the year 2009 and 2010. This is the UN's highest environmental honor to recognize outstanding individuals whose actions have a positive impact on the environment which largely chimes with Yuan Shikun's intention when creating both sculptures. Also in 2010, during the Shanghai World Expo, Yuan Shikun was awarded the title Patron for the Environment and Arts by the UNEP in recognition of his contribution to his environmental work and social responsibility as an artist. I take the title of Patron for the Environment and Arts as a responsibility. I believe that cultural diversity of man is born from a rich biological diversity of all living beings. And upon that, I think the advanced culture of every country is seldom created by that nation alone, but rather a commonwealth protected and shared by all mankind. In a further echo of his belief, Yuan Shikun once again focused on the environmental issues facing all human beings. This time, what struck him was the ozone depletion above the Antarctic Pole. 
For decades, we've been hearing the news that we are depleting the ozone layer and that there is a big hole in it. I tend to believe it's true. Otherwise, how come climate patterns like El Nino are now affecting the world's weather more often year by year? Since there's this hole in the sky, I immediately thought of a goddess from the Chinese mythology called Nuwa, who is said to have the superpower of patching up the sky in ancient times. To me, this implication of Nuwa, as well as its eternal charm, could transcend through time space and all national boundaries. According to an ancient Chinese myth, Nu Hua was a goddess who smelted a seven-color stone to block a hole in the sky. Borrowing this well-known cultural symbol from Chinese mythology, Yuan Shi Kun aims to have the figure of Nu Hua take up a modern-day international quest, which is to be presented as an anchor in the face of challenges on fighting ozone depletion. Therefore, one year before the world gathered for the 23rd meeting of the parties to the Montreal Protocol in November 2011, Yuan Shikun announced his plan to make a grand sculpture of Nu Hua. Moreover, as a side event for that meeting, a handover ceremony was proposed by UNEP in support for Yuan's plan. They invited delegates from all over the world to gather the earthly elements that come with historical or ecological importance to their countries and bring them to the ceremony. Once gathered, the rocks, soil and water from different corners of the planet would be smelt into the formation of Yuan Shikun's Nuwa sculpture, just like how the ancient Chinese mythology described the goddess's sky patching. Environment ministers of various countries brought over what they thought could best represent their country and showed me huge support throughout the process. I remember that the delegate from France brought over rocks by the Seine, while the Egyptian delegate brought me sand and dust from the foot of the pyramid. I've also had the support from the Norwegian Polar Institute and the British Antarctic Survey, who brought over water from the Arctic and Antarctic regions, respectively. Later, after the sculpture was completed, Yuan Shikun named it Sky Patching Nuwa. Through his gentle touch, the figure of Nu Hua is depicted as a powerful and graceful female, with her arms outstretched as if she is holding up the sky above her. Apart from drawing attention to ozone depletion and climate change, the sculpture also invites viewers to contemplate and re-examine our relationship with the planet. And by emphasizing the urgency of protecting the natural world, Yuan Shikun has also demonstrated his wish that people all over the world can work together and make a difference as a whole. As if answering his call, it was reported by the UN in January 2023 that the hole in the Earth's ozone layer, once the most feared environmental peril facing humanity, is set to be completely healed over most of the world within two decades. Following decisive action by governments to phase out ozone-depleting substances, the idea of Nuwa patching the sky with rocks all across the Earth has been, in a way, turned into reality. The sculpture aims to present the spirit of unity and the shared future for all, combining the earthly materials brought from all five continents. I too was very motivated when putting the sculpture together. Through his artistic expression, 
Yuan Shikun has always hoped to encourage and inspire people to love the nature we reside in. It is his belief that the planet is not just an inheritance from our forefathers, but also a borrowed land from future generations. I would like to quote a line from Gandhi that I deeply agree with. There is enough on earth for everybody's need, but not for everybody's greed. We can't just leave behind a desert, a rubbish tip, or a planet filled by rising ocean. I hope we are able to preserve the earth and this beautiful nature as a gift for our future generations. With that, we conclude this episode of Footprints. Thanks for listening. I'm Bob Jones. If you're interested in hearing more about the lives of ordinary but incredible people in China, follow us on Apple Podcasts. Just key in Footprints and you can find more stories anytime, anywhere. We'll see you next time. Bye for now.